vision being blocked by something? Are you having trouble seeing what direction you need to be going in? Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter, and this is episode seven, Overcoming the Obstacles to Your Vision. We're going to talk about this today and we're going to uncover the obstacles that are standing in your way. Stay tuned. All right. Hi, friends. I'm glad you're here. We are still in our series on vision, and if you have not caught up in these uh, episodes, just go back a couple episodes and you'll see that I have them labeled vision part one, part two, and so forth. And today's episode, we're going to be talking about three things that are blocking uh, vision for a lot of people, three things that you have to overcome. And the first one is going to be where you don't understand the nature of the vision. And the second one is you don't recognize the cost of vision because vision costs you. It's going to cost you something and you're going to have to pay a price. And I don't necessarily mean money. And the third one is not knowing the principles of vision. There's a certain set of principles for vision that a lot of people don't understand. So let's just get right into it. The first one, not understanding the nature of vision. Okay, vision is very, very specific. It's specific. Um, one of the greatest causes of failure of people in pursuing their vision is they don't identify their objective of success. They don't understand what is it that I'm supposed to be doing. People fail because they don't know what they want to do or succeed in. It has to be specific. You have to to narrow it down. We get very frustrated. We get very um, sometimes angry or depressed because we're trying to move forward in something and we're working hard, but we don't have a specific target that we're aiming at. We we just you know, it's not very clear. So vision is specific rather than general or vague. A lot of people come to me and they say, oh, I'm called to, I'm going to use this as an example to women. Okay. I say, what woman? A baby woman, a toddler woman, a teenage woman, a middle-aged woman, divorced women, um, women in the hood. Are you called to women in Asia, Indonesia, China? Are you called to African women? Who? What woman? Are you called to cancer victim women? Are you called to women who are in Hollywood? Are you called to homeless women? Are you called to paraplegic women? Who? Who? What people group are you called to? It's specific. You have to narrow it down, kind of take a triangle and turn it upside down. It's too broad going across. You're not called to everyone. You're called to something specific. Okay. So just be thinking about that. Remember, people fail because they don't know what to succeed in. They don't know exactly. Vision and mission are related, but they're not the same thing. Okay. A lot of people feel like I'm on a mission to do such and such a thing. A mission is a general statement 
of purpose. Okay, it's just general. It declares the overall idea of what you want to accomplish. Okay, here's another example. I know my purpose. I have my clients create purpose statement. Okay, and they say, well, Dr. Carter, what is your purpose? And I say, yeah, I know. My, I'll tell you what it is. My purpose is to instill discipline, integrity, and an uncompromising spirit of character in women. Okay, that's a sentence. Now, that just sounds like a bunch of gibber. But in that statement, I literally know exactly what I'm supposed to do. It's just an overall arching statement. But everything I do is pertaining to integrity, discipline, and people living an uncompromising life. But now how do I do that? I do that through coaching and counseling, through writing, through my podcast, through my teachable site, through writing books, through the newsletter. I do it through those avenues and more, and it just sort of opens up. Um, different areas of my life. So the purpose statement is expanding. It's general, but it's more targeted. It's more specific for what I want to do with individual people. Hope that makes sense to everybody. The reason it's specific is because God is not vague. Okay. Look at how he told Noah to build the ark. He gave him very specific instructions down to the measurement. So God is specific. Okay. Now vision is a distinctive direction. Okay. Or an approach for accomplishing the mission. So it's a certain direction that you go in. It's very, very, very distinctive. It's very, you know, narrowed. So think about that. Now, another area that I wanted to talk about in this is. When you know that your vision and, and it's specific for you, when you know that it's specific for you, there's no need to be jealous about what somebody else is doing, what sister so-and-so is doing or brother so-and-so. Your, your thing is your thing. And it's very, very specific for you. So God will, that when you know it, God takes out that dynamic. That dynamic is removed because they're doing their thing and you're doing your thing. Okay. Now, a lot of people, when you don't have it specific, you drift. You will start drifting along and you'll allow life to sort of happen around you and you won't be making life happen. This is another reason that it needs to be specific. Okay. A lot of people live with indecision about their dream or the vision that they see. But it never takes a specific shape because they can't in their minds make up what they want to do. So some of you, you're very gifted. You have like 10 things that you can do, but you've got to make up your mind. What one thing or two things can I do? You can't be a master of all trades. You can't be a jack of all trades. So you've got to make up your mind. This, the prolonged indecisiveness is a vision killer. It will kill your vision. Like I have a client who said her vision is so big that there's several things that she could do, but she's going to have to narrow it down to one or two and just start there. The vision, remember now, the vision will make room. It will expand. It will, it will grow. But indecision or indecisiveness will be a vision killer. Okay. It will make a vision killer. 
A lot of us, for example, we make a shopping list, okay, before we go to the store. And, but few of us make a list of what we want for our life. So this is going to help you make a list of what you want for your life. This, this will help you with the indecisiveness or the indecision. And make a list of this. Just write it down. You can dream. It doesn't have to be where you're just holding back. Just let it go. Just let it go. Dream the dream and make it bigger. A lot of us, we put ourselves in dangerous positions or situations because we're in the middle of the road. You've got to get out of the middle of the road and stop letting life run you over and decide this is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do. Okay. That's all you have to do is you have to decide. Another area of something I wanted to bring out about this first topic is some of you, you're making excuses. Now, remember, we're talking about the first obstacle, understanding the nature of vision. Okay. Vision is specific, but in order for it to be specific or before it gets there, some of you, you're making excuses. Okay. I'm going to do this thing after the kids grow up, after life, not so complicated. When I feel more confident or after I pray about it some more, no, just start, just start. Some of you, you're, you're, you are professional starters. You start, you stop, and then you start again, and then you stop. This is an obstacle. This is an obstacle to, to the vision. Okay. Some of you, you try to do, okay, like here's the people that are professional starters, but then you've got those of you that you try to do everything. You can't do everything. You can't do everything. You can't do 10 of those things. So don't try to do more than you can do. Vision always starts small and it can be big in you, but it has to start somewhere. So a common reason that people aren't specific is that they're trying to do too much. Okay. It isn't that they're, you're not hesitant about getting started. You're not hesitant. You start your professional starter, but you're running around and you're attempting too many things, too many different things. Okay. So you've got to narrow it down and say, let me look at what I'm doing. Now, some of you, you're started, but you're like, what am I doing? Are you doing five things that you shouldn't be doing and only one that you should? So you might need to readjust what that, what, what you're doing, because you were not born or created to do everything, but something. And then some of you are sort of stuck. And what's blocking your vision is because you have multiple talents. Now, this is where I was at. I was gifted in a bunch of different areas. Like I love to quilt and I love to bake cakes and, and decorate them. But uh, was that my business? Was that my calling? Was that what I was supposed to do? No, not really. I just had a, a real gift to do things with my hands, but that wasn't what I was just called to do. It's something I do on the side. So some people, you never pursue your true vision because you're, you're multi-talented. So you're sort of stuck with being able to do a bunch of things. So you sort of never really hone in on anything specific. You're like, but I'm good at all of these things. Yes, you might be, but you need to narrow it down. Now, our second obstacle I said was you don't recognize that your vision is going to cost you the cost of the vision. Okay. Success 
comes in installments. Okay, when you see people that are overnight success, that's not going to last. It's usually not going to last because success comes in installments. It's a process. It is a process. So one of the costs of vision is diligence. Okay, you must be diligent. You must work towards your dream every day. I tell my clients, if you're not working towards it, you need to be thinking about it in your mind every single day. You need to be making a list in your head. You need to write something down on the side of the bed. You need to be doing something about that vision every day. Often what causes you to not recognize and to pay the cost of the vision is that you feel like your life is sort of out of control and there's nothing that you can do to change it. Yes, you can. Okay. One, you don't blame outside people. You don't blame outside forces. Some people believe that other people are responsible for why their vision isn't coming to pass. This marriage, this husband, this wife, this, these children, no money, no car. That has nothing to do with it. We live in an age now with computers. You can do almost anything if you can get to a computer or a piece of paper and have an idea. So you can't blame other people for why your vision isn't coming to pass. Life is going to give all of us things that will challenge us and derail us. But the fact is, you don't have to get off course because of those things. Your purpose in your life, this thing that you have to do, it's actually greater than all of your failures or your mistakes. So you can't say, oh, my past is what's hindering me or this person or I made a mistake here. No, 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 no. None of that is going to prevent you from having the vision. Now, the third one is not knowing the principles of fulfilling vision. Okay, there's just certain certain things that have to happen. This obstacle is where you're not knowing the principles of how to fulfill something. People who are visionaries, they do not pursue vision haphazardly. They're not like random about just pursuing it, but they have a set of established principles that they follow. Okay. They've, they have things in their life that they do. If you look at people that are successful and you read some biographies, they have, they have certain things that they do that help them succeed in business or vision or dream, even like athletes who are wanting to go to the Olympics. They have a set time they get up, a certain diet, uh, what they do, how many hours they exercise, how many hours they do cardio or weights or things that they don't put in their life or in their body anymore. They don't eat certain foods. So you see, there's a, there's a regimen. There's, there, are, there are principles that they follow. This is the same way with your vision, okay? But the thing that God's given you to do like for me, for example, I have a certain certain principles. I have to not watch certain things on television. Television for me is a time stealer. It's a time waster. It's a time killer. I have decided I'm going to try to read two books a month. Well, I can't do that, counsel people, write books and watch TV. So you can get a lot of pages done when you say, I'm going to read two books a month. In a, in a day, but you, one of the ways, okay, here's one of the ways you could do it. Let's say you take a book and it's 250 pages and you divide it up by 30 
how many ever pages I need to read per night or per day. And you sit and you read them. You will have a book done in a month and just sort of write it in the front of the book. Like if the book is 300 pages and it's 30 days in a month, I need to read 10 pages a day. That's, you know, like front, back, front, back in a month. Just write that in the front margin of the book. I'm going to read 10 pages a day in this book to have this book done. Write the start date and then write the date when you finish the book. If you read more than 10, you're ahead and it's good. So that's one of the disciplines for my life. People ask me, how do you read all these books in your office? That's kind of how I do it. Some months I get way behind and I don't read, but it's it's a method, it's a plan. So that's um that's one way. But let your life, let your life, ladies, be fueled by vision. Let the let your life be be the energy. Okay, let it be the energy. Let your life be. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn some things around. I'm gonna focus. I'm going to take this vision. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see what do I really need to do with this? Where can I start? And just, just start, just start the vision, start doing something. You never know what door is going to open when you go up to it. If you don't actually start it, it doesn't mean that you have to live a defensive life that you always on crisis management you're always in, you know, got to take out a fire. No, just pursue the offensive life, you know, where you're on the offense, where you're actually doing something, where your movement, you're moving, you're, you're, you're following what God wants you to do, not your friends, not, you know, all the things in your life that are a distraction. Okay. So let's go over just briefly, going to highlight for you everything that we said so that you can just kind of take bullet point notes or now we'll have some notes uh, for you in the show notes. But the three obstacles to vision are you don't understand the nature of vision. You don't recognize the cost of vision and not knowing the principles of vision. And let me go back and say something about this, not recognizing the cost. It's going to cost you. Sometimes you won't get to hang out with friends. You won't get to watch certain things on TV. You won't get to you know, say for a year, take a vacation. You're going to have to work on your vision. You don't get to just go out on the weekends. Maybe you're going to have to, or whatever it's going to cost you. It may cost you sleep. It may cost you money. It may cost you time, but it's going to cost you something. So just remember that. That's very, very important because if you're not willing to pay the price when it's time to just really dig in and do it, you won't do it. You won't, you won't last. Okay. Another recap is the measure of success of your vision, the one that God assigned to you, is not on what other people are doing. I wanted to add that in. It's not on what others are doing. Your vision is specific for you. So it's about you. It's not about what somebody else is doing. It's about what you're doing. Indecisiveness is a vision killer. And it's going to drain the joy out of your life when you just can't decide, even if you're multi-talented and you're not defined by your past. You're not defined by that. It doesn't confine you, whatever you've done in the past that you can't fulfill this thing in your life. It doesn't. And that God has a definite plan for your life and purpose in spite of your background, in spite of 
where you came from. He has a specific plan for you. All right. That is the conclusion of our series on vision. And I really hope you enjoyed this. And if you want more information on this, just go to my website, www.stephaniemcarter.com and look me up, email me. We could do some coaching or counseling in areas of helping you to discover your purpose. And you can get my newsletter and get the nine day devotional on the fruit of the spirit. I really look forward to hearing from you and look forward to you reading my blog and interacting with me on my website. And I will see you in the next podcast. Talk to you later.